Welcome back, Petals and Petals, Episode Two, Purple Static. Hello, Carlos. What's up? Nothing much. Just chilling here. Awesome. What about you? You know, it's a new day, new, new day, day of interviewing. Definitely not the same day as the Allen interview. Not the same day because I didn't want to take not. my boots off because I may or may not yeah, have we, a sock. Yeah, we don't sock. have our toes out. <laughs> I may or may not have holes in my socks. That is, <laughs> I. You know, I I used to have holes in my socks, but then then you grew I, up. Then then <laughs> then I grew up. <laughs> then, then I went to college. <laughs> I mean, but, technically I'm in college, but I'm still living in my my mom's house, so I don't know true, if I'm really in true. college. I mean, I I I'm still I'm living in the dorms, so I'm not really I don't really have my own place, but but yeah. But you're out there, you're living. <laughs> yeah, true, true. Yeah. So, um, let's get into this. Okay. For our first question that I totally remember. Mm-hmm. It is, uh, so like, fuck. <laughs> I actually have to look back. No. We'll cut this out. Oh, cut it out. all right. So, for our first question, if someone came up to you in the street and asked you to describe your music in one to two words, what would you tell to them? Honestly, whenever, I'm, okay, so I'm going to answer this like if a, like a when because I've I've had a lot of times where classmates have found out through my Instagram that they that I make music. Yeah, they're like, "Oh, what type of music do you make?" I'm always my default answer is just some indie shit. I don't know, even though it I don't I don't think it's like st- strictly indie, but I'm just yeah. like it, it's easier to describe just like oh some indie shit. Well, if you if you could sort of go off and like truly describe how you feel your music is what would you tell them if you mm. if you had no no limits and they just let you you know vent Ramble. out what i think it'd be more like um just a bunch of different influences for my life like some rock some indie and a lot of my most recent songs i use a lot of not it's not rapping it's not really rap at all but I have used a lot more syllables as I've gotten better writing lyrics. A bit more rhythmic. More more lyrically rhythmic and stuff, you know? So that's what I'd kind of, like, venture out being also a little bit electronic, a little bit yeah. of, like, guitar, almost a little bit of everything, but not at the same time, you know? Yeah, yeah. Then, that, like, in my most recent songs, I've been doing some really weird, like, I don't know, like, experimental things. Yeah. Experimental for me, at least. Not actually experimental, like Death Grips or something. <laughs> yeah. But just for myself. So, yeah, more like experimental indie. Experimental indie. Yeah, yeah. That's. I, I feel like that's a good way to describe your music. Yeah. It's always nice to get out of your comfort zone and, you know, get a little weird when it when it comes to making stuff. You gotta, you gotta, you can't, you gotta. You can't, you can't, you can't be complacent. Uh, speaking mm. of your influences, mm. I heard that you drummed for... A church is that true? A long time ago. A long time ago. Long, how did how did that affect your music career? Well, if we go back to the church thing, uh, I started learning guitar because of the church, and mm-hmm. then I started playing bass through the church because I needed a bassist, and then I joined the a marching band, and mm-hmm. that's where I learned how to play drums. So when the church needed a drummer, I just filled in that role again. Yeah. So, so basically, whatever role they needed, I filled in, and I was really young, like 13, 12 Ooh. maybe. So I guess all of that just gave me experience, like, playing with other people. Yeah. Knowing how to play with other people, how to coordinate, how to be on time with them, and, and you know, yeah, grab the yeah. feel for things. And so, yeah, I guess that's that's the biggest takeaway that I, that I remember getting from church. Because it was nothing that I use in my own music, but more experiences that, like, 
have helped me. Yeah, it's it's sort of rather than influence you, it's sort of more helped you out with with playing mm-hmm. in live bands such as Disco Girl. Yes. Let, let's talk about that. Okay. So it's just started off with with you and Alan. How did how mm-hmm. did Disco Girl sort of form? Kind of a long story. <laughs> so me and Alan have always been like the two people who have always stuck together. Yeah. Like we've had other bandmates and stuff and they've gone out and done other things with their life. You know, like one of them moved to New York, one of them moved to Phoenix, stuff like that. Yeah. And so it's always just been me and Alan sticking together. So one time we decided to just make a Spanish rock band. Sounded like ass. <laughs> it was literally bad. It was so fucking bad. So we decided to just scrap that. And then once quarantine started kind of like lifting a little bit yeah we were like we were hanging out again and we were like let's just make another band but like actually like make it good this time <laughs> and so we we just started jamming again and the whole idea of me drumming and singing came along because i was really into surf curse yeah, yeah. so i was like you know what let's just try that and then that just kind of ventured out to where we are now that's dope that's dope how did you to meet dana how did how did she sort of Instagram. <laughs> that <laughs> just did, did you just like DM y'all? Was like, hey, let me play bass, or or how that? How'd she get that spot? So we'd known her for a while, like through internet. We were internet friends. Yeah. Oh, I thought I, I thought you said I had something. Oh no, <laughs> no. We we just knew her through Instagram and stuff and whatnot. And one day we were throwing a mini house show, like in my backyard, and yeah. I knew she was from San Luis, so I I just told her like, oh, you know, since you're from San Luis, it's not like far away. Just come. She came, you know, and what and whatnot, and then me and Alan were like, okay, I think it's time now to get a bassist, like yeah. actually get more serious. And Alan remembered that Dana played bass a lot, and she makes her own music, and so we were like, let's just ask her, and we asked her, and then she said, yeah, and then we all just clicked, and now here we are. Oh, that's dope. It's 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 always nice seeing that sort of chemistry with with other people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to lead it to a new question, but I no. I completely forgot. Um. But let's, uh, we we gotta cut out. Hold up. Uh oh. Uh. Okay, so. Purple static. Yes. How did that come to fruition? How did you come up with that name, and how did you sort of build up that that identity of purple static? Hmm. All throughout high school, I remember always being really interested in making my own music and whatnot. Yeah. And so, you know, one day I was just really bored on GarageBand on my phone and decided to start making my own things, you know, just just messing around with it, not thinking anything of it until a month in, I realized like, oh, I have two actually good songs like that I can re- release. Yeah. And so I wanted to drop them as as fast as I could. So I remembered back in sophomore year, me and this other friend, Isaac, we made a small band where I played guitar and he played drums yeah. and we just called it Purple Static because we mm. thought it sounded cool. Yeah. And he yeah. made like a little album cover, which was my first album cover. and But nothing ever happened of it. Like that was there for two years until I did that, the Garage Band song. And then I asked him, I was like, yo, is it cool if I take the name? And he was like, of course, bro, like take it. Yeah. And so that, that's just kind of how it started. That's dope. And with with Purple Static, you see a lot. I I've seen a lot of um, you you're, you're kind of like popping off on on SoundCloud. Do you do you think you understand the the SoundCloud algorithm, or do you think like it it just loves you? And how would you uh use those strategies if you had any to to translate onto streaming services like Spotify and Apple Music? 
I think SoundCloud is so it's so much different than than Spotify in so many ways. Because in SoundCloud, I feel like it's easier to find new artists similar in that genre. Yeah. So I feel like people who like around the same sound as Purple Static, other bands, I mean, yeah. they find me relatively easily, more more faster. And the only tactic that I've been using for a while now is just consistency. Mm. Um, for a year, over a year now, I've been trying to drop a song a month. Un- I-, I never planned it or anything, but I just yeah. make a song in a day and then I'm like, oh, okay, I'll just drop it. Yeah, so I just yeah. drop And it happens to be like once a month. Uh, and so it's, it's sort of unintentionally intentional. Mm-hmm. And I've noticed that like every single song that I've dropped recently in the past year-ish has gained like over 1,000, which is not, it's not a lot, right? But it's yeah. like it's, it's, more it's than I've ever had in it. my life, you know? Yeah, I mean, if you if you think about it this way, a thousand people, you know, no, standing yeah, yeah, right yeah. in front of you, looking at you, that's that's, that's crazy. That's that's <laughs> insane. Yeah, and so whenever I see like the little algorithm pop off, I'm like, let's go, let's go, <laughs> let's go. What, what's uh, what 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 would be your favorite song that you've made so far? That's a good question. I want to say "Kill the Cowboy," mainly just because it talks a lot about my own person. Yeah. Because I've kind of made this persona of a cowboy, like, at certain shows or whatnot. And yeah, Kill the yeah. Cowboy is basically, like, a cry for help for me. Mm. And then not only lyrically, but, like, the way the song is structured. It starts off one way, and then it transitions into another thing, goes into another thing, and then another thing. So it's, like, a four-part song that mm. I'm really, I'm really, really proud of. That's awesome. So, that yeah. is amazing. Well, we're going to have to wrap things up here, mm. but I do have one... <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Ask me more questions, cut, man. Cut it out. Cut it out. <laughs> so, with so with with uh, sort of the these personas that you have, uh, I've seen uh, at like during the disco girl shows, you all dress up sort of like clowns. Can you can you uh, give us a little explanation on that? We just love the garden, and yeah. we were like, what can we do to to differentiate differentiate ourselves? We we're like, let's just do face paint. Let's just steal somebody's idea. But then we we kind of like, I feel like we're kind of making it our own by yeah. adding more things to it. Like, I usually I try to make each performance different by dressing up a certain way. You know, not just yeah. the typical clothes that we wear, because that's what we would do with Purple Static. And I was like, I always wanted to do like more the theatrical side of it. Yeah. Even yeah. to this day, like I really want to like make it like a play or something. You want to put on a show. I want to put on a show and experience. And so right now the first step is just getting everybody to dress up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, because well, I've seen Dana dresses up as, like, like Ray. Yeah. Alan has, like, that dress, right? Yeah. And then what, what, what's your your uh, your little your suit? I feel like the main one right now I have is the cowboy, Yeah. which kind of ties in with the whole purple static thing, which is why I really love it. And then, I don't know, like, last last show, I dressed up as Zeke Yeager from Attack on Titan. Mm. It was really awful. It was a, it was a shitty cosplay. Um, one performance, I just got out of school in my scrubs, and I just mm. played in my scrubs. Oh, that's dope. <laughs> and just stuff like that, you know. I don't really have a thing right now, other than, like, the cowboy, but, you know, yeah. maybe in the future. Yeah, I, I want to dress up as a wizard. I want to be. I want to get like a fucking RuneScape wizard hat Ooh. and shit. Oh, that's dope. dope. That's dope. <laughs> a little little wand or something. Mm-hmm. In, instead of instead of like the drums, you got like a, a wand with like a a power oh. crystal or something. And then I throw it out on the crown. <laughs> you you blast it with magic. And like two people die. It's gonna be crazy. <laughs> it, it's not it's not the Travis Scott concert. 
so um going along with that and you know your the whole purple static and and cowboy things where where do you think the the cowboy sort of persona stems from my dad yeah uh growing up uh my dad my dad's a cowboy he's mm-hmm. a fucking cowboy like he has the boots the belt the hat everything he has horses he owns like a horse and shit a ranch in san Luis. And so I've always been around the, that like cowboy thing. And as a child, I was very like, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to be like my dad. No, no, I hate cowboys and whatnot. But now I'm like, hey, it's kind of dope. That's that's it's, dope. it's always sick. It's always you know, you 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 end up sort of not wanting to. It's sort of like the cowboy persona was kind of like forced upon you just because you were you know around it. But then later on, reclaiming that mm. identity. I feel like that that's that's the sickest thing that anyone could ever do is like, you know, they're like, oh, this was forced upon me my entire life. And I always, you know, but now you reject take control it. of it. Yeah. yeah. You, you, you have you, you are the cowboy. I am the cowboy. You are the cowboy. <laughs> With that being said, we're about to wrap, wrap things up here. Mr. Purple Static, Mr. Cowboy. Yes. Mr. The Cowboy. The Cowboy. Ah, uh, Fuck. Come on, so, bro. <laughs> stick <laughs> the fault, landing. Stick the landing. So, is there any upcoming purple static things, big projects that you are planning on? Mm-hmm. Throughout the year, I've been dropping a lot of little singles, and they've been, you know, they they've done really good on on SoundCloud. So I'm planning on compiling all of them. Yeah. And just putting them on on streaming. You know, maybe during the summer, I really want to push myself to make like a concept album mm. kind of like godspeed was my first yeah. ep so that's what i really want to do i want to work more on like making a project from start to bottom yeah yeah and just releasing it all at once instead of spontaneously doing it how i've been doing it yeah you want to plan it out mm-hmm. you know truly put in the mm-hmm. time and work to make a masterpiece yeah well that's all we have folks purple static out of the building we'll see you next time Cut.